What is going on, everybody? You are listening to Jumpmaster, the number one Apex Legends podcast brought to you by OKBeast.com. I'm your Jumpmaster today, Alex Van Aken, and joining me this week is my squad mate. We got Andrew Taylor, a.k.a. at Papa Drew Bear. What is going on, Andrew? What is up, Legends? How's it going? It feels good to be back in the saddle talking about Apex. It does, yes. I, I feel like these past two weeks, I don't know why, they feel like they've, they've like, it's it feels a lot longer, like it's been like a month, but yeah. it's only been two weeks, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, don't know I went to Boston for like, maybe that's it, for like five days. You went to PAX, how, how was PAX East, by the way? It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. What games did you play? I played a lot of different games, um, a, couple, a couple games that I really, that really stood out to me, uh, one game called Fallen Angel. Okay. What is that about? And it is a, it is like Hyper Light Drifter. Okay. Yeah. The premise of the game is that you play as Lucifer. <laughs> um, okay. And that you are taking back heaven, like a corrupted heaven. Uh, oh, so like all the angels like look evil and stuff like that. And, but like Lucifer himself looks like he has like a hood on. He looks kind of like Miles Morales from... So everyone's just evil. Yeah, everyone's bad. It looked like a lot of fun. It was like hack and slash, but like it still had like Hyper Light Drifter vibes to it. Nice. Did you play... Uh, there, was a, there was an indie I want, called Sludge Life. Did you get to play that? No, because I think you texted me the day I actually wasn't there. Oh, dang. And you were okay. like, oh, you should go play Sludge Life. Uh, no, I didn't play that game. Um, yeah, there were a few other games that we played, but that one really stood out to me, the Fallen Angel one. And then there's like this, uh, other game that I didn't see personally, but I had other people talk about a lot. It's called, uh, Panzer Paladin. Hmm. Uh, I think I heard like, about that too. Yeah. That looked like a lot of fun. <clears throat> um, very Mega Man-esque. Nice. But yeah. Just a lot of games. There was actually an Apex tournament there, uh, that and I you thought won. about. Yeah, yeah, I wish. Uh, that I thought about uh, playing in, but I think you no had to have eight. a badge for like all the days. Oh, uh, yeah. So I only had a badge for Friday, and we only went Friday. Okay. Um, so I didn't even bother signing up and all that. But yeah, I mean, PAX was a really good time for listeners out there that have been to PAX. They know it's a really good time. Yeah, um, but honestly, I, th- I I had FOMO the whole time. Yeah, honestly, I think if you're a fan of video games um, in general and just love everything about video games, I think PAX is like the perfect place for you to check out. Yeah, if you're listening to a video game podcast, you would probably like PAX. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's that's a general sentiment I've seen. And there's another one coming up this year in Seattle. Yeah, um, that's one I go PAX to. PAX West, and I will yeah. also be there as well. So, if yeah. there is an Apex Legends tournament there. Oh, hell down. yeah. We should definitely sign We're up winning that. that thing, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. I, I want to do that. But yeah, Apex. New event came out this week. Yeah, um, man. We got a lot to talk about. We yeah. got big buffs for Bloodhound. Yeah. Evo Shields. There's a lot of changes coming to Apex this week I'm excited about. Um, or they're already in the game, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Of course, Jump Master is a bi-weekly Apex Legends podcast. Each episode, join us as we discuss the latest news, tips, tricks, and experiences as we jump into the Apex games. This is episode 33. Now, Andrew, we had a very uh, a very cool opportunity come up. Yeah. Um, the other, like a month ago, I was in the mood for like a, a statue, like a, yeah. an Apex Legends statue. I was like, what? I wonder what's out there, you know, all that. So I started Googling and I find these really high quality 
Apex Legends statues that I was kind of stoked to buy. And so I emailed them mm-hmm. um, and I and I just uh, they're from a, a company called Weta Workshop. Yes. And um, I, I'm sure people that are familiar with are familiar with them. But I reached out. I was like, hey, you know, we we, we do a Apex Legends podcast. Um, would love to get a couple statues in our hands to kind of talk about and and kind of review and that kind of thing. And because uh, I know that it's that's the sort of thing that, you know, our uh, people that listen to this show would probably find uh, interesting or find some value in. Yeah. And so they were kind enough to send us two statues uh, last week that for our favorite characters, they sent us yeah. a Pathfinder statue and a uh, a Wraith statue. And we're super thankful. I do want to talk about it first. For a little bit, you haven't gotten your statue yet, yeah, um, because I have to mail it to you because they <laughs> mailed them to my house, yeah, and like the boxes are like are such that I haven't found a box to send it in, but you will have yours soon. Awesome. I have my Pathfinder, so I can talk about it. Yeah, dude, I'm not usually one. I'm sorry, I'm I'm kind of coming down with some sickness, so I apologize to listeners if my voice is going out. Um, I I've never been like a a statue guy like as far as like you know oh i have like these figures for like games i like i know a lot of our friends have them and yeah um but i it just feels so awesome to have my favorite character like a statue of it like I, i'm gonna i think i'm gonna put it on my desk or something yeah. i haven't figured out where but um really high quality statue one of my big fears with when anytime like you like i mean whether it's like a ten dollar action figure or like a more of like a you know some statues get up like 250 dollars. these i think retail for 100 the ones that we're talking about yeah um the figures of fandom over at Weta Workshop. Um, sometimes like they, they look weird. You know what I mean? Like I, I, the only other game I ever like looked into getting this sort of thing for was overwatch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never got them because like when you look at the faces on the statues, they always look like disformed and like, they don't look anything <laughs> like the actual character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if it's like a human face. I feel like that's, that's really hard for, I mean, I imagine it's really expensive to produce yeah. um, like really high detailed models and such. Um, but I got, I got Pathfinder also Pathfinder is not a human as everybody knows. Um, <laughs> but his face looks awesome. And I actually looked at your statue for Wraith. I, I pulled her out of the box and like took some photos uh, to say thank you to Weta uh, on Twitter. And I was looking at her and she looks like Wraith. And I was looking at photos on their website of the, all the other statues as well. I think they have, Currently, they have, as far as like their figures of fandom, which is like the very big statues, they have Lifeline, Pathfinder, and Wraith. And I imagine other characters will be coming soon. And they yeah. also have their mini epics, which are like $30 statues, and they're smaller. Uh, I think they're like four inches or something, three inches, something like that. Um, and uh, they have Bangalore, Bloodhound, and Mirage um, for those. Yeah. I can actually tell you, I have, they sent over and like those little, ones are actually pretty detailed too. Yeah, they are. Um, I was taking a look at those ones, and they look awesome. Yeah, apparently they're seven inches tall, approximately. Yeah, I was thinking and all like of these are made a... of. Uh, I think the the figures of Phantom, the really big ones. Those are the hundred dollar mm-hmm. statues. That's the one that we were sent. Yeah, um, they're made of PVC, I think. Oh, cool. As well as like some other like they've like glosses on them and stuff. Yeah, I was thinking about picking up that smaller Bangalore one that they had on there. Yeah, the Bangalore one looks cool. That those are made of vinyl apparently, but that's cool. What I was trying to say was they have all these characters. They also have a micro epic Pathfinder, which is I think is like seventeen bucks or something, really small ones. But I was surprised at the detail of all of these, like all the ones I've seen in person, the photos I've seen online of the other statues, because I was like I was kind of like getting ready. I was like, okay, what if they send them over and 
they look like Wraith looks nothing like Wraith. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that'd be awkward. Um, but so, to my surprise, like they are super high quality. They're super accurate to the character. So I don't know. I'm I'm really thankful for uh, for Weta Workshop sending these over. Yeah. Um, I'll uh, I'll have to put the link to the store in the show notes because I know some people are going to be interested in checking them out. Just Absolutely. to clarify, they did not give us any money whatsoever. Um, they just sent us the statues to talk about on the show. Granted, yeah. those statues are you know have a value of a hundred dollars, so take that uh, as you will. But uh, I wouldn't tell you that it was good if it wasn't good. So yeah, they're actually lighter than I thought they were, which I don't know if I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, like I they look great, but I feel like they feel a little lighter. Maybe it's because it's PVC. Yeah, and I'm like kind of worried I might knock it over, but. I'm worn, I'm warning about like the, the durability of that sort of thing, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I it seems like it's super high quality, uh, and uh, I'm super excited. Pathfinder he comes with like these little yeah you know how, like Pathfinder's emote changes on his screen yeah 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 they they have like these little emote cards that you can replace his chest screen with oh that's cool yeah and he also comes with a, a long bow that that you can like configure in his hand that's and cool. I think on the on the on his base are like it's very funny like lots of Mozambiques on the ground. <laughs> um, which is cool, but, that is uh, cool. and then Wraith is Wraith. Uh, you'll probably talk about that statue more once it arrives for you, but yeah. me just looking at it very quickly, looks super high quality. Really love the portal. Like there's kind of like a, this gloss on her portal, uh, in the statue, but, but yeah, so, uh, everybody please go show some love to Weta workshop. It's w- uh, com. Uh, if you want to go check it out, I'll link it in the show notes. Uh, and they're also on Twitter. You can follow them. I tweeted them saying thank you with a photo of the statues and stuff. That's right. Um, so, cool. if, yeah, if you're a big Apex Legends fan and you kind of want to um, have something to kind of showcase for that, yeah. uh, go check them out. Um, and, again, not paid by any means. And also, I just want to say thank you to all of the listeners on this show. Uh, this would not be possible. Like, this is very – it's a very nice thing for us to get these, and, and I'm really appreciative because literally not possible without – all of you awesome listeners and in the community. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. Uh, and hopefully like in the future we can, um, whether, whether paid or not, you know, maybe other, um, brands will work with us because yeah. of this. So we we're really appreciative of your support, whether it's us helping, helping us get some review units for stuff like these or, or like I said, in the future, if it is something more paid, yeah. but yeah, so we're super excited. And, uh, again, thank you to Weta and thank yeah. you to all you listeners. Let's not delay any further. I know people want to hear, about the game but first we got some housekeeping just want to say thank you to everybody who has left us a review on itunes we've gotten several actually as of late i'm going to shout out three of them today and i'll get everyone else next week uh first review is a five star it comes from not ever motion they say if you like apex this is the podcast for you i just started listening today and i'm hooked i have been playing apex since release day and i played a lot of both titanfall games if you like apex legends i highly recommend this thank you so much not ever motion we, we really appreciate that we really appreciate that review uh and thank you for the taking the taking the time to do that uh jose sepulveda left us a review five stars this is dope i've been trying to get more into apex and i wanted to see if there was a podcast i could listen to during work and i found this and this rules honestly so dope keep it up i also main wraith too oh there you go oh hey shout out to to another wraith main um (laughs) last review comes from goody vibes they said king's canyon is back baby addicted to this podcast Boys, some days I have baseball games and can't grind after school. This is enough to get me through the games. Should Revenant be nerfed? Oh, they have a question. Should Revenant be nerfed? Uh, anyone down to grind with? Oh, should Revenant be nerfed? Yes or no? Uh, I don't think so. Not right now. 
Uh, Andrew? Yeah, honestly, I don't think so right now. At first, I thought, man, this character is going to be OP, but yeah, yeah, he's kind of leveled out after a while. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Goody Vibes also says, anyone down to grind with a level 296, hit me up. Uh, YT underscore too salty. The number two, salty. YT underscore too salty. Uh, so shout out to them. Thank you, Goody Vibes. Appreciate you. Uh, and yeah, let's, uh, let's keep going through the show. Of course you can get the show early on patreon.com slash okay beast. And, uh, yeah, don't forget youtube.com slash okay beast. We've got cool stuff going up. We just put up a, um, a new video, uh, a new mini doc up there and we've got more videos coming. We actually just booked our flights for our first video game documentary that we're going to be shooting here, uh, in, uh, very early April. So stay tuned over there over on YouTube. Uh, let's get into the champion chat, Andrew. Let's talk about the system override collection event, uh, Deja loot mode, Evo shields, bloodhound, all that stuff. Yeah. What are your, what do you thought? Like, what are your, we haven't really talked about playing the game yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how are, how have things been like in game for you? Yeah. I mean, I got back from Boston this week. So the day after I got back was the day that the event launched and I played for a couple hours. Um, I love the aesthetic of all the new skins that they mm-hmm. release with the event. I think it's, I honestly think it's, it's like cyber. Might, I'm trying to figure out what it's, I would just call it like cyber future. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, It's got like a cyber cyberpunk. That game's coming out. It's got like <laughs> that kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Um, cyber kind of like a blade runner vibe. I really like yeah. all of that sort of thing. So it really is clicking with me. I haven't gotten any of the skins yet, but I definitely want to get some before the uh, event is over. Um, I think personal opinion, I think that it is, they are some of the best skins that uh, Respawn has put out for the game. Um, uh, definitely since the Iron Crown event. Yeah, uh, skins. I think so. Um, the Evo Dude, that Pathfinder skin? Yeah, oh the Pathfinder gosh. skin is... It, it looks like a Gundam. Yeah. Yeah. So for anyone who hasn't seen it, just picture Pathfinder as a Gundam, and that's what his, his new skin And then skin Octane like. also has an incredible... I feel yeah. like Octane and Pathfinder look, look like they could be from Destiny. Yeah, like you know what I mean, like futuristic, yeah. like mech-looking warriors. I'm for like, sure. I'm here for it, dude. Like, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I might pick up both of those skins, and some of those gun skins are really cool too. I um, will be picking up the uh, the Pathfinder one. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, and then the Evo shields is like this new thing that they're trying out, where uh, the the standard shields are still available. So you still got white, blue, uh, purple, and gold. But the Evo shield, it evolves over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yep. more damage you put out, the more your shield upgrades. Yeah, um, yeah. And I really I really like the concept a lot. I've only had it on a couple times. Um, and I was still getting back into the groove of playing Apex when I had put it on. So I wasn't honestly putting out a lot of damage. Yeah. Uh, but after a couple games uh, and a couple days over this week, I tried it out again and yeah, it, it it is really cool. It's a it's a really cool. Uh, I I don't know what the right word is, but it, it's I, I like the idea of what they're trying out here. And like, yeah, and, and I not like all they, over the place either. So yeah, it's like a, a new mod to a some. It's like it's familiar, but it's new. Yeah. And they announced that like they announced this during the dev stream, mm-hmm. and they said that this is currently only only in the deja loop mode, which we're going to talk about here in a second. But the Evo shield, yeah, like Andrew said, you pick up the Evo shield, you have one pip of white shield, and it's the lowest, like, it's technically the lowest shield in the game. Um, it's one less, like, pip of armor than the original 
white shields. Uh, but then as you deal damage, it levels up. So you can level it up from uh, white to blue to purple to gold to red. Mm. Um, if I'm, I think that's right. Yeah, I mean, either it goes does from it go gold to gold? To I think red. it goes, it goes yeah. purple to red, doesn't it? They might just completely skip gold because I think the, they skip gold. The red yeah. is like the completely new, like overpowered shield. It's it's stronger than gold. Yeah, because gold is technically the same as purple. It just has special capabilities. Yeah, yeah. So so it, I think it, it goes from yeah. purple to red. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. But yeah. uh, it's super fun. I I I hope that this becomes actually like a, a real because right yeah. now it's in Deja Loop. But they said if people like it they're going to consider adding it to the main mode mm-hmm. um, as like a real, a real item. And yeah. I kind of hope, like I feel like there's, there's sparse enough that they still feel like a little yeah. rare to me. Like I've only seen one person run around with a red shield. Really? Okay. Just I ran around person. with a red shield twice. Okay. Um, and then I think I fought one other person with a red shield. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I like it a lot. I feel like it's sparse enough that I feel like not everyone has it. Like you said, you saw one other person with a red shield. Yeah. I think a lot of people are picking it up or more people than we think. They're just not getting up to red. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I've hit people. It has a different icon now. And I've hit people that have like a purple shield that had an Evo. Uh, they just couldn't. They just didn't get it up to red before I killed them. But yeah, so I'm 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 kind of digging it, dude. Uh, yeah. I hope it becomes a, a main a main item because. I feel like it changes things up enough. Like yeah. I was a little worried when I was a little worried, even though I'm an aggressive player, I felt like it was kind of like going to make aggressive players even more like give them even like more of an unfair OP. advantage. Yeah. Like two OP. Yeah. Even though like that's my style, I just felt like it was going to break the game because now like there's nothing like you're, you're giving people even more incentive to just go ham. It's, I feel like it's, it's still fair. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was a little worried, but I, I feel like it's, the red shield is really hard to get. Like you have to do a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, and so by the time that somebody you actually fight somebody with it, it's in game uh, most of the time. And you're probably already if you're an end game with them, like you're probably most likely like you're skilled enough to kind of know what to do. I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like if you're actually like in a bunch of fights with them and if you're not just getting killed, like wiped really quick. Did, am I making sense? I know I'm kind of yeah, rambling. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, you are. I'm sick. I've got cold yeah. meds in me. Like, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. I've been preaching this for a while now, but I just appreciate them at least trying something. Just like try something. Yeah. If the community likes it, then we'll keep it in the game. But if they don't like it, we can keep, try something else. And so, I think that just shows initiative and trying to see get a feel for what the players really want. And I personally don't see a lot of games out there doing that. And so I appreciate the effort to put these unique things in for events. And if people like them enough, well, they'll cycle them back in or they'll keep it in the game permanently. Um, So yeah, it's all positive. Um, Like I said, I've only had it on a couple times and I've only seen one other person when I was playing. That was probably after like 12 games where I've seen one person have a red shield run around. Um, and I, they, 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 t- they can take a beating before they even go down. So, yeah, I, I think it's just another way to encourage players to be a little bit more aggressive. Also, and, I think it reinforces the sniper meta. Yeah. Because, I mean, they mentioned that on the depth yeah. stream. Like, that was intentional. Because that's obviously. the thing is, like, when you get the... When you get the Evo shield and it's like level one, it is less. It is one tick less of a white shield it's than more like of a, a normal white shield. So like you will literally go down very quickly if you try to engage aggressively with the level one Evo shield. So like yeah, I think it. I think it encourages people to 
to snipe as well because you can poke people and then you just upgrade your shield. Uh, but then, yeah. you know, when you get to those higher levels of the shield, you're going to have to be a little bit more aggressive in, in close combat. So, yeah, I like the idea. Do you think we'll see more crypto mains because of this? In order to like, okay, like a lot of red shields are out there. Yeah. I'm going to main, I'm going to be crypto so I can EMP them. Do you think that's a, I a mean, response to this or no? Maybe. I, I'm not good at crypto. So like, yeah, I, that there's no incentive there for me, but I, I haven't seen an uptick in cryptos. Maybe I haven't played as much as I should to like notice that sort of thing, but yeah, I'm I just mean, curious. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I've noticed anything right away, yeah. but I'm just curious over time if we'll see that. Or yeah, not, but. and I'm sure they're going to... That's the thing is, like, they add these little things to kind of change up the meta so that almost every character has a reason to be there. And yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and, and in Crypto's case, like, you know, obviously he he's a character that should be sitting back and kind of, like, scouting things out for the rest of the team. But, like, the map itself is is built for crypto like it's yeah. built for that reason so yeah i mean who knows i'm, I'm sure they have all of this in mind when they're putting things and taking things out of the game so for sure yeah. let's talk about the deja loot mode um yeah this has been interesting this is like the main uh feature of this event um and deja loot is uh the, the description from the respawn website or ea website um, says ever spent the whole match looking for a Spitfire only to come across only to come up with Mozambiques. Wish you could just plot a reliable path to a 301 and purple armor. Well, this next mode is really going to speak to you. Deja loot is a unique take on the Apex Games where a glitch in the system has caused all loot to spawn in the same location every match for the duration of the event. Even the plane path and circle locations will be fixed for this mode, which will change on a daily basis while the loot location stays the same for the whole event. The intent is to create a short-term meta shakeup and reward players for learning the new progression, but be careful, just as you know where that R99 extended mag combo is, so will everyone else. The first week of Deja Loot limited time mode will take place on World's Edge, with the second week seeing Legends return to King's Canyon. So, mm. exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, again, Deja Loot. All the loot is the same on the map, so if you drop at... Uh, let's say you drop at geyser every single time yeah. if you're playing this mode the loot will be the exact same every time yeah uh, the the flight path will change every day and so will the circle location um i know the first day of the circle was ending i think it was ending over up at uh skyhook, skyhook yeah. yeah um and so that kind of shifts around yeah. but as far as loot goes that is that all stays the same yeah um which is cool so well, i mean the other night when we were playing with your brother we kept landing at geyser because I knew that the building in the back had two blue shields right off the bat. So yeah. Like and then there was perfect. a charge rifle um, in the bins. Yeah. And with a two to four times there inside. There was like an R99, like in one of those buildings. So like yep. we just kept landing there and get like decently kitted up like right away. So yeah, yeah it was great. And I think there was a purple over near the big ba- uh, bay doors going yeah. into the caves. So yeah, yeah very fun stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm really liking Deja Loot. Like I, I definitely like the RNG of, of BR games, but it is, it's a nice shakeup as they said. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm glad it's two weeks because I feel like for the casual players, like people not casual, but like people who don't have as much time to play the game, they'll still kind of, they'll still get to do that. Like progression as far as like, you know, learning where things are. And so I'm kind of stoked about that. And I'm really stoked about, um, Kings Canyon, uh, coming back in 
the second half. So that's that's what I'm stoked for. I think it's season two Kings Canyon. So we'll have the big creatures everywhere. Um, cool. I know last last time we played Kings Canyon a couple weekends ago. It was the OG. We, uh, yeah. It was yeah, it was OG, which was also awesome. I I landed bridges a couple times, dude. That was so much fun. Lots of lots of spicy plays there because it was like blue circle too. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so much fun. Yeah. And then having cascades be like intact was really fun. I think I might prefer season. I don't I don't know. I'll have to see like once we play this week. I might prefer season one to season two, but don't hold me to that. I might change my mind after we play season two Kings Canyon this week or this yeah. upcoming week. But but yeah, so that's Deja Loot. I enjoy it. It seems like Andrew, you enjoy it. I've yeah. only got to play it twice, three times, like three days um, since it came out. But I don't know, man. I'm digging it. Yeah, I, I like it too. Like like I said before, it's just any new thing that they can try and just get a feel for what people are interested in, I think is a positive for the game. I agree. Um, There is a new Octane heirloom. Did you see the animation for that? Yes. The butterfly knife. Yeah. What is like 23 second animation or something? (laughs) It's long. Yeah. Oh, Uh, they also made a change to heirlooms. We should talk about. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Now, if you, if you, if you're lucky enough to unlock an heirloom, you actually get heirloom shards now and you can choose which heirloom you want to unlock. So you don't have to worry about getting heirlooms for a character you don't play. You just you get the shards and you pick what you want, which is very exciting. And I think it's still one in five hundred packs. Yeah, gets you. So it's gonna be a while for me, but <laughs> um, but I'm excited that when I eventually do get it, I can get, get the, the Pathfinder. Pathfinder, yeah, I'll be yeah. getting the wraith, uh, yeah, the little scythe sword thing, yeah, dagger, yeah, dagger, yeah. I forget yeah. what are those called. Lifeline uh, has the drumsticks. No, I'm trying to think. What is that? What is that thing called? Oh, that Not, little like shuriken thing. Shuriken is that a shuriken? I think um, it might be a shuriken. I don't I think, think right. so. Yeah, I shuriken don't know. is circular. My like uh, teenage Alex would be very upset with me for not knowing uh, what that blade is because yeah. I used to watch so much Naruto. It's like a very Japanese like Naruto like blade looking thing. Yeah, it's really cool, and she like spins it around and. Yeah, the OG heirloom. Yeah, yeah, and I think the statue that I'm getting, another plug for the statue, but I think. The statue I'm getting, she has the heirloom on her, or she can hold it. I'm looking at it right now. I can verify. Yes, she does. Cool. That's she has awesome. the her little blade, and she's shooting a pistol, and she's running out of her portal awesome. in like a fighting stance. And something that's really cool, if you look at the back of the portal, you see her foot, like the shape of her foot, like on the other side of the portal. It's cool. Oh, really? That's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's not like she's just coming out of like a flat portal. It's like you can see like part of her body on the portal side mm-hmm. uh it's it's pretty cool that's cool well cool let's get into um some of the patch notes actually i have been playing bloodhound this week a lot yeah, because bloodhound they're so good now oh my gosh yeah so we'll, we'll get in all these patch notes they're not all of them but but the big ones um so we talked about evo shields we talked about the deja loot stuff uh talked about octane heirloom i'm just going down the checklist mm-hmm. make sure i got everything um, so let's talk about Bloodhound changes, because this is wild. The designers over at Respawn increased the scan distance for Eye of the Allfather by three times. They did double the time it takes to activate the ability, so now it takes 0.8 seconds to like actually like click the button and have it activate. Um, and then I think they also increased the duration of the scan, so it takes it a little longer to like... I think it's two seconds now, and, or it's, it was two seconds, now it's three seconds, so like fully see everything um in the scan but holy cow dude yeah that is game changing and i think they they said on the dev stream the intention was hey okay like it used to be like kind of a reactionary like not always reactionary but it never felt like 
you could use that scan preemptively because like it was so short now it can scan like some t- it can scan like some towns like all the way yeah. depending on where you're at and the idea they said is now bloodhound players will scan preemptively to scan the town to see where everyone's at and since it is farther farther away you can kind of it kind of removes a little bit of that issue where you would scan with bloodhound you'd see there was an enemy but you'd be looking all over trying to find them because like the scan is so close you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and now if you scan them far away you kind of your line of sight is more easy of seeing where they're at you know yeah but Yeah. yeah i've been playing bloodhound the past couple days loving it Got a couple wins with Bloodhound. Um, have you played with them yet? I have not played with them yet. I appreciate the change that they've made with the character because I feel like they are so much more useful now. Yeah. Like when the other day we were playing with your brother and we were using their scan and it was just like, we know where they are. Yeah. Um, like, and we are so much more prepared. Like, I don't have to be right on this person now to like engage them. And so, yeah, I, I, there's an immediate difference with like this change in Bloodhound, and I appreciate it a lot because I think that character really was underutilized. Um, because I, I think like knowing where your enemies are before you engage them is incredibly important in any shooter. Yeah. Um, because they could be camping or you know, have an angle that you didn't know about or something like that. And to have, to have Bloodhound become such a incredibly useful character. And I'm not trying to say that they weren't a useful character before, but to have them be so much more like engaging and like, yeah, you know what I mean? You you know what I'm saying? Like just, it it is a completely like 180, I I feel like for the character. So for them to increase the range for them, I think is really 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 cool um and i like that um i feel like the scan lasts longer now it does feel like it lingers a little bit more yeah and it, it but it doesn't feel like it lingers on too much to the point where it's like okay like i know ex- like like i know where this person's going you know yeah what I mean? but like it like, lasts long enough you know you the see general the vicinity of where in. they are and like the movements that they're doing yeah. but like it it still doesn't feel like it's too overpowered where like Holy crap! Like I, I know exactly. It's not like Widowmaker's ultimate in, in Overwatch, where you like literally see them. Yeah, walking for like a really, really for, long like, time. Yeah, it's not like yeah. that at all. So you see like a, a, a brief glimpse of where they're yeah. headed and yep. what they're doing. Um, it's yep. cool. I like it a lot. Uh, up next, meta changes Gibraltar. Uh, gun shield health has been reduced from seventy-five to fifty. I'm excited for that because I feel like in one-on-ones I would lose a lot with Gibraltar's. Um, just because they had so much gun shield yeah. health. So that's a nice change to see. Crypto uh, primary weapons will now automatically reload while he's in drone view. So that's a cool little change. I was kind of hoping they would announce that the drone would follow you mm-hmm. around. Um, but I don't think they're wanting to do that, it seems. And then we got big changes to inventory. Um, base inventory slots have been increased from 8 to 10. Yeah. Um, it's noticeable. And It is really noticeable. Yeah, yeah. So now there's extra two slots. But because of that... Um, or this was actually in response to the big change. Grenade stacks are now just there's yeah. one grenade per stack. No more two grenades. Like they're hoping to reduce the kind of grenade fest like in that end game usually yeah. ends up being, um, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, ammo stacks have been reduced from 80 to 60. Syringes and shield stacks from six to four. And then med kits and shield batteries have been reduced from three to two. So there's extra space now. 
but you can carry less stuff per stack. But I feel like you can, there's more options since there's more slots. Like you have more variety in what you can carry. Mm-hmm. I feel like it feels pretty yeah. balanced to me. So the good thing is like, if you don't have a backpack early on, like you can, you're not screwed yeah. over. You know what I mean? You got yeah. 10. The so other, yeah. The other cool. day when you were playing, you're like, man, does it feel like there's less, less health around here? But I think it was just because we're so used to hoarding like all of our health that now that we have to be kind of really know. conscious about like what we have. I had two syringes like <laughs> in like 20 minutes into the game. That's why I was saying that. Yeah. Maybe it's because everyone else has more room to pick I, them up. I don't know. There's yeah. like, but yeah, so, um, and then the peacekeeper got some changes. Uh, so did the sentinel. Um, and there's more like bug fixes and quality of life stuff. Um, red dots have been added to the prowler and L star iron sights. Um, which is cool. Um, we'll, we'll link all this yeah. in the show notes for those who want to dive into the nitty, the nitty gritty. Um, but yeah, so the, the peacekeeper got a slight debuff. Um, and then the Sentinel, um, got a buff actually base damage is up from 65 to 70. Very so, cool. Pretty cool. But I think that's going to do it for news and champion chat. Let's get into the fly together section and then we'll uh, have our character of the show and then we'll get out of here. Uh, for fly together, Daniel writes in and says, hi gents, love the podcast. I play on Xbox and I'm from the UK. I'm on at various times. I just got into silver rank and I normally play caustic mirage. And so if you want to play with Daniel, uh, Daniel's gamer tag is chocolate bear 80. Exactly how it sounds. Chocolate bear. And then the number 80, no spaces. Um, so go show Daniel some love, play some games. And yeah, I, I hope Daniel that you find some people to play with. Um, in your time and, uh, yeah, have fun. Thanks for writing in. Uh, if you do want to, if you do want to be featured on fly together, of course, email us hello at okbeast.com or tweet us at okbeast now, make sure to include your gamer tag, your PSN ID, whatever your, your like handle is, make sure to include that as well as the characters you like to play. And, uh, if you're playing ranked, maybe also drop your rank in there, Uh, but that's not necessarily a requirement. Just mainly platform and name. That's the important stuff. Uh, let's get into the character of the show. This of course was written in by our friend from, uh, Stephen Fontana from over at, uh, dual screens podcast. This character, it's very interesting. This is a complicated character. Andrew. I read this in the emails like, huh, but let's get into it. The name is gearhead. Um, and they are the tinkerer and they are an assault class. The description reads a little adjustment here, a little tweak there, and wham, Gearhead has just changed the course of battle. Gearhead uses gadgets and gizmos that take to his advantage in the Apex arena. From turrets to physically transforming the landscape, he's a force of the synthetic and mechanical. Uh, Gearhead's passive ability is the Machine Head. Gearhead can see all drones, defense turrets, and totems on the minimap and compass. Tactical ability is called My Little Friend. Gearhead drops a turret equipped with one of the guns he carries. Example, if you drop a turret while holding an R301, the turret is an R301 turret, etc. Unlimited ammo for 30 seconds, auto-targets the nearest enemy, and has 150 health. Now, I wonder, Andrew, do you have to sacrifice your weapon? So that you'd have to use your secondary? Yeah. That could be a cool that twist. That could be a cool twist. I also think that might be a little bit more balanced. But like, cause yeah. like, like it says here, know. the turret the auto targets nearest enemy and it has 150 HP. 150 HP is. Cause what if I just like had a Mastiff mm. in my hand and then I put a Mastiff turret down like next to a door and then I got to keep my Mastiff and I walk upstairs and watch yeah. the other door. That's I feel too like that's, overpowered. Whereas if I had to give up my Mastiff, yeah. then maybe that's a little more. But it know. only does have 150 HP. And what if say. Once the turret is destroyed, if it is destroyed, you get to pick that weapon back up. Yeah, I think that, that should that, be. That's yeah, fair. I think you have to go and yeah. you have to physically go and mm-hmm. pick it back up. I think though. 
Yes. But I like that. Ultimate ability is called re-engineer. This is where it gets complicated. Gearhead can change the function of other people's ultimates or other machines. Not necessarily ultimates, but other people's machines and abilities. The lifeline drone, uh, when Gearhead hacks it, uh, it chases its owner and deals shield damage until destroyed. Oh my. Uh, if he if he re-engineers Gibraltar's shield dome, the shield dome becomes a grenade turret, shooting off grenades in multiple directions for 15 seconds of chaos. Death Totem uh, gets re-engineered into silencing people who use it to resurrect. Crypto Drone gets re-engineered. It turns around and goes back to the owner and deploys an EMP blast when near. Um, re-engineering a survey beacon transforms it into a Watson turret. Uh, re-engineering a Watson turret becomes a zappi- zapping turret dealing damage to any nearby enemy. Uh, if you re-engineer a jump pad, it actually becomes a snare trap dealing 30 damage and snaring the opponent for five seconds. If you re-engineer a caustic trap, it explodes with Bangalore smoke instead of gas. So that's a that lot. That is a lot. But it's it kind of cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that that could, that's so much for a player to remember that I don't think it would be implemented, but I feel like you can kind of pick the best mm-hmm. of some of these. And maybe he can interact. It would suck if his old only worked with uh, with certain um, you know machines. Like I do get like you kind of want to have an effect for every machine on the map yeah. if that's the thing. You know, um, you kind of want consistency. Consistency. Consistency, consistency yeah. there. Geez. But yeah, I feel like it's also a lot to remember. And maybe that's the fun of it. Maybe like not every player remembers what it does, but you hack a machine and then it does something yeah. fun. But so his ultimate can either benefit his team or well either way it's going to benefit the team but it can either deal damage or like basically accentuate is that the right word accentuate someone else's like ability yeah exactly it's it's interesting the death totem one totally cancels out like it's kind of like a cancellation of everyone of you couldn't do it on the death totem because that's revenant's ability Mm -hmm. and like you can't just cancel somebody's ult um <laughs> with your ult like that's like there's no you can't make that happen but like some of the like survey beacons and maybe caustic traps like those are pretty yeah. they aren't like sparse yeah. um they're they're pretty apparent like if you're if you're playing it as caustic like you have a plethora of those to throw down so that doesn't feel as bad if it gets hacked versus like the jump pad even though i, I like this i do thing, like that but, too yeah i there's some characters in rainbow six siege that kind of have a very similar thing where it's like you can kind of hack people's stuff um, yeah and same with like it's overwatch cool. you can do that with uh what is it zombra zombra yeah zombra you can like hack them to yeah. to that's only that's like that, that's a silence really it's not really repurposing yeah. anything but well i guess health on the map you can't like get mm. health but it really is just like a cancellation yeah not really a, yeah doesn't so change I, things yeah, but i, I get like where you're going idea, from though. so like i like gearhead i like I, I think the the turret thing is a very mm-hmm. cool idea yeah Having to put your, your yeah. gun on there. That's cool. That's very cool. Um, but thank you for writing that in, Steve. We appreciate that. Uh, excited to get you on the show soon. Uh, of course, that's going to be the end of the episode. This was episode 33 of Jumpmaster. Follow me on Twitter at It's Van Aiken, or really all social media, Instagram, whatever. Uh, follow Andrew at Papa Drew Bear. Uh, and then don't forget to review and subscribe to us on iTunes. Share the show with a friend. We'll be sure to um, thank you. Uh, on the show like we did at the start of this episode. And then don't forget, uh, join the Discord at okbeast.com slash Discord. And uh, we will see you on the next episode. Stay legendary.